Welcome to the Q1 special sales-focused podcast episode produced by the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast. Leveraging radio's relationship with consumers, radio's real value story. Today, we'll hear directly from Chris Fleming, who is a sales consultant with CD Media Consulting. Chris is my co-host for this event, and together we plan to uncover ways to help you generate more revenue in Q1. But we also want to uncover the value of brand and talk about where new revenue comes from and how powerful the relationship is between your brand or brands and the consumers in your market today. That is where your unique value comes from. And you can lease the trust you have with those uh, to your customers, those consumers to your customers. They need customers too. We uh, also have planned a roundtable for you as we do with each of our special sales podcast episodes because we want to bring you proven ideas from leading radio sellers, managers, and voices. And of course, we'll cover sales and revenue-related strategies, promoting actionable ideas happening right now in local radio markets. If you've not spent any time with us or you haven't experienced one of our sales podcast episodes, you might ask, why is a branding consultant doing all this sales-related strategy and encouragement? Mm, I invite you to become a client and you certainly will find out. But if you need to know more, you can always go 24-7 and check out for free RainmakerPathway.com. Today, our big focus is this phrase, brand is relationship. No matter what the noise is in first quarter, inflation, interest rates, recession, the decision for local business owners always comes down to one question and one of two answers. The question, do I want to stay in business or do I want to sell or close and get out? If local business owners choose to stay in business in 2023, they will need solutions. They will need solutions to problems that they have that actually put more customers in their business. And that's what we do at local radio. We want to thank Joe Kelly for producing our podcast and JustJoeProductions.com for creating our audio footprint and distributing them. My name is Lloyd Ford with Rainmaker Pathway Consulting Works. Look, our difference is we help treat your entire radio business, programming and sales, we're branding specialists who help our clients fully develop the right position for their brand or brands in their local radio market to collect the most revenue. We coach local morning shows and other talents, design and execute station architecture, provide weekly music updates, and even produce a daily music log, provide excellent voice trackers, sales and promotional ideas that move the revenue needle and more. It's unlikely you've ever worked with anyone like RPC, because we treat the whole radio business. That means we help develop revenue and sales strategies and help your team produce actual growth. We are confidential, market exclusive for radio, and we focus on helping our clients generate more revenue. Do you have a problem or problems that get in the way of your ratings, revenue, or both? Reach out anytime, F-O-R-D at RainmakerPathway.com. 
Today is about helping everyone who sells local radio develop more revenue as we gear up for 2023 and start developing our pipelines and opportunities to grow revenue. Let's start here. What are the three and only three traditional ways that you can grow sales? In other words, what makes up sales in 2023? Number one, penetration. Do the numbers. What percentage of local businesses are doing business with your radio brand or brands? Do you know your number? Increase that percentage and your revenue grows. Number two, frequency. Grow the frequency at which local business owners buy your product. Boom, you grow. And finally, transaction size. Pretty simple, right? When they make larger purchases of your product, your services, your clients, uh, you're helping your clients grow. They're helping you grow your revenue. Okay, but is there a new way? There is. It's called expand your product line. In other words, find new ways to generate and support revenue growth. I never like showing up here without a sales expert in his own right to co-host what is really our free on-demand quarterly sales conference. Today, I'm very pleased to have Chris Fleming with me as my co-host for this episode. Chris, how are you? I'm great, Lloyd. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to join you on the Encouragers for this unique and special episode, Leveraging Radio's Relationship with Consumers, Radio's Real Value Story. We will hear firsthand from our frontline experts how they have adapted and remained successful in a more complex sales environment in the face of the noise about high interest rates, inflation, the dreaded R word, potential recession, our guests' strategies to retain customers and how they continue to expand a toolkit of solutions and their plans for 2023. Chris, I know that we like to hit the ground running, so let's introduce our special guest for today's sales event episode. Okay, our guest was born with radio in his blood. His father, Dick, has over 40 years of experience in the business managing properties in the Southeast and the Midwest, including Greensboro, Raleigh, Durham, Charlotte, Tulsa, Lawton, Oklahoma City, Wichita Falls, and Wichita. Our guests would often accompany his father on treks to the office and to promotional events. I think he was hooked at a young age and likely where he learned the art of salesmanship. Although he took a slight detour to get to broadcasting, he began selling cars in Greensboro, North Carolina, representing Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram in the market. Later that year, he landed at the now iHeart cluster in Greensboro. But by late 2013, his father had convinced him to return to family-owned Dick Broadcasting. This July, he will celebrate 10 years at Dick Broadcasting at Rock 92 and 107.5 KZL in Greensboro, with the last two of those as market manager. Our guest is responsible for Dick Broadcasting's premier market leaders. His focus is on local content and delivering the most compelling, relevant connection for the audience. At Dick Broadcasting, the emphasis is on live and local, with every day part held by someone local to the market, and that is a difference maker. With the emphasis on local, air talent and sales teams make a difference daily in Greensboro. Our guest is the leader of that team. Please welcome the market manager for Dick Broadcasting Greensboro, second generation broadcaster, Richard Harlow. Chris, I, I really appreciate that, and I'm going to have you on a lot of calls with me. Well, let's I'm in. let's talk. 
Let's talk about our other guest, Erin Callahan. She believes there's never been a better time to be in media. Technology is creating great new ways for audiences to interact with content, and she helps stations maximize their opportunities. Those opportunities are happening all around you in sales and in programming. Her focus at work with Futuri Media is to essentially help drive audience engagement, develop revenue, and achieve better results. All levels of the organization are included from programming to on-air talent, management to sales, digital content directors, and social media specialists. Her background also includes roles as a local radio seller, local sales manager, uh, sales manager, and general sales manager, and more. Of course, let's kick off our discussion with our first question to Aaron. Aaron, you know, look, how do we change the behavior of our customers as radio ad buyers to recognize the real value of our brands? Well, thanks, Lloyd, and thanks for having me tonight. This is such a great discussion, so I'm really pleased to be included with it. And okay, this is going to sound a little bit flip, but I think it starts with getting better customers. And here's what I mean by that. About 15 years ago, I was struggling with my team because we were accepting these tiny little budgets so that people would try radio or try digital. And it was just an exercise in futility. So we decided that the way we'd differentiate ourselves with our clients was to get better clients. And so our focus became finding businesses that could afford our entire suite of solutions. And it changed everything. So I do think it starts with being intentional about the types of businesses that we approach from the outset. But once we select the right prospects, I think we need to show up having done our homework. If we can anticipate needs that the client has that we can fill, problems that they have that we can solve, the value of our brands really become self-evident in the solution. So I certainly want my clients to value Z92 or Suite 98 as great brands, but I also want my clients to value all of the solution assets that I have available. My talent, my format, promotions, podcasts, social elements, features, mobile apps, streaming, on-site appearances, community involvement, everything I have at my disposal to solve problems and really weave my clients into the lifestyle, you know, that kind of that, that club mentality of my audience. When the clients understand and appreciate that, then we have an accord. So it's as much about making sure my behavior is right first to change the customer's behavior, if that makes sense. Richard, as you talk with customers and prospects in your marketplace, what areas of concern are you running into most often? And what are you doing or saying to handle and reassure your customers and position your brands as resources? Uh, great question, Lloyd. And, you know, when we're out on the road, much like what Aaron just said, we're, we're telling the story of our listeners, who they are, how you can connect with them in the local community using our products. A lot of our customers are concerned, just like every other average American business owner. The future is, you know, unforeseen, unknown, uh, don't know what's going on. We've got big customers that are saying, hey, should I cut back or pull back in these times? And we're, we're reassuring them. You don't want to lose the position that you've already made with our properties. You don't want to lose the top of mind that you have in our community. And even when things do get tough, if they get tough, 
you still need to advertise. The worst thing you can do is take a, watt, a battery out of a watch to try and save time because it just doesn't work. So we're reassuring our customers on a daily basis that, hey, stay the course. It's a proven course. It's a course that's worked. It's a course that will continue to work. Um, so we're having a lot of success with all of our local advertisers. Keyword there was local advertisers, people where we're actually communicating with the decision maker and the business owner, the person that actually feels the you know, sees the amount of customers coming into the door, sees the cash register ringing. If we're communicating with that person, we're having success. If we're dealing with a national brand that is worried about the future, we're not here to help them. We're here to help local businesses and our local community thrive during any time. That's certainly a key difference. Aaron, do you feel 2023 will be all about growing the pie versus just selling more in, you know, are radio companies starting to also recognize the value of talent uh, maybe more than they have in the last decade? Okay, I'll take the first part first. And as you know, Lloyd, I rarely believe in either or situations. I think it's both. <laughs> I think that selling more in terms of diversifying categories of business is going to be important. And I certainly think that we need to get our fair share of the usual suspects, right? You know, auto, home improvement, legal. But we also need to discover new categories of business that we haven't approached before. And the great news is, in this day and age, our brands are so much more than over the air. So we can tap into budgets that we haven't traditionally looked at before as radio brands. So if we sell more by way of selling more and different categories, and if we grow the pie by asking for digital budgets or social influencer budgets, as an example, we can really win big. And to that end, we'd better recognize the value of talent more than ever, because our talent really are the original influencers. When we align the right talent with the right campaigns, we can create some really big results. And to your question, I do think some companies value talent more than others, but I also think that we have to recognize the difference between a jock who shows up and does a shift and a personality who is dedicated to their role and to their audience, and they participate in social media and they show up to the client or station events. That is the kind of talent that I think is easy to recognize and value. Thank you for that. Uh, Richard, brand is trust. So the value of brand for the local advertiser is renting that trust. How important will seller relationships with talent be this year? And how do you see the value of the local radio brands? And then what tools and resources do you have to help your team differentiate from other teams in your market? Great question. And, and a lot of uh, Dick Broadcasting did a lot of things and still continues to do a lot of things that are trend setting. Um, great things that were going on within this building before my time here. And one of the things that Dick Broadcasting did, and when I joined, I said, man, this is a really great thing, and this should never stop. Every Tuesday, our talent and our sales team get together, uh, and we spend an hour together where we can share anything. A salesperson can say, hey, I'm calling on a law firm. Does anyone have any ideas? And the on-air staff can share their ideas. Hey, we, we can do this. We can do this. We can do a lawyer minute. So our talent and our people are definitely what differentiate us. Our talent, our on-air, I'm sorry, our sales team will come in anytime they're out prospecting. They can just send an email and be ready for the next Tuesday's promotional meeting with the, the talents to discuss opportunities because we believe that 
like Aaron said, it is the influencers, our talents, and it is their ideas along with the sales ideas that will deliver results for our advertisers. So Dick Broadcasting and the brands have also been around for so long. Um, Rock 92 has been the same station format and logo for 30 years. So if you've grown up in the Carolinas and North Carolina, it, it, it is a great station to work for because it's a trusted product. Um, KZL is going on 20 years of being the same station, same call letters, same logo. So we are trusted in this community. We are an anomaly in the fact that we're a radio station that doesn't flip six months after having a bad book. We have live local talents on air, and that is definitely what differentiates us from everyone that we compete against in this market. People have grown up listening to two guys named Chris. People have grown up listening to Tripper and his night show on KZL, listening to Jared and Katie in the morning, talking about restaurants within our community that they eat at. That is what differentiates us from everyone that we compete against. People will share this podcast and hear the ideas within these answers from Richard and Aaron, because they're just incredible ideas of how to bond your team together and create new ideas because it's ideas that sell, right? So Aaron, we see evidence that there are thousands of new businesses opening in market after market in the U.S. This is a sidestep result of COVID and the restart of the economy after the shutdowns. Uh, in your opinion, what's the best way to encourage sellers to include these new businesses in their prospecting to discover new money for local radio? Well, first of all, I loved Richard's comments about the collaboration between sales and talent. I love that they make time for that every Tuesday. And I bet that a lot of new ideas for prospecting and new business comes right out of that. Uh, but to add to that, I think that prospecting with an almost compulsive curiosity is key. Uh, being involved in the chamber, knowing who's opening, asking your friends and your colleagues to be on the lookout for new business openings. Heck, just going old school and driving past a construction site and asking the foreman, hey, who's going in there? And then once I identify the who, then it's about the what, right? What are they trying to accomplish with their business? What is their competitive landscape and what does it look like? And sometimes it's networking multiple businesses together to find success. Because here's the thing, I am a huge, and I mean huge fan of local businesses. I think a local business owner takes more risk than 99% of the population. They create jobs, they fuel the economy, they put it all on the line. So I'm an endless champion of local businesses but it's gotta make sense for my business too, right? I can't afford to spend all my time chasing down Skippy's Rib Shack if he only has $500 a month for marketing. But if I can bring a lot of people together, maybe it's an initiative with a group of businesses. So let's say that um, in the last two and a half years, everybody seems to have gotten a COVID kitten or a pandemic puppy. Can I marry a pet rescue with a pet bakery, a veterinarian, a dog park, a pet daycare, a pet boutique, and make them all stronger together and then because they're working together, get a budget that makes sense. Sometimes it actually takes the village to make it work. You know what? It is about using your creativity as a seller, using your creativity in a local business to make things happen. There's nine different ways to skin a cat. 
You are listening to our Q1 radio sales event called Leveraging Radio's Relationship with Consumers, Radio's Real Value Story. This is our exclusively uh, quarterly radio sales podcast episode to encourage you and share ideas and strategies for your sales team to increase revenues. My name is Lloyd Ford with Rainmaker Pathway Consulting Works on the Encouragers. Uh, look, we're all about encouraging radio pros at all levels. Today, Chris Fleming and I are focused on Q1 and plans for 2023. What's that going to look like for you? As you can see, we are armed with great guests from the field today. On our roundtable, we have Richard Harlow from Dick Broadcasting in Greensboro, North Carolina, and Aaron Callahan from Futuri Media. Let's shift gears and talk about ideas for Q1 to help boost sales. Aaron, you work with a lot of radio stations in a lot of different environments, individual clusters, independents across the country. But you also come uh, with a lot of direct radio selling and sales management experience, too. Can you share one idea that can help someone boost their Q1 sales revenue? I think I can. And it's this prospect constantly and intentionally. My whole career, I've had a mindset that I could get a major cancellation anytime. So I always had to have a full pipeline. And the intentionally part is about consistent outreach with a plan. We get so busy that it feels like we're constantly reaching out to prospects. I would think that I'd reached out to a prospect 10 times in the last month. And then I'd go back and look at my emails and my phone records and I'd be like, oh man, it was only three times because I was reaching out to a lot of other people three times too. So it felt like a lot of activity and it was, but it wasn't enough consistent activity with the same people. And depending on the research that you look at, most salespeople will give up on a new prospect after only one or two attempts, but it can take 10 or more touch points to actually break through. So I really recommend making a calendar of outreach and planning my approach. Maybe the first week it's emailing an article and then doing a LinkedIn direct message and then a phone call. And then the following week, it might be emailing an infographic followed by a phone call and then a client testimonial and so on. But making a calendar, varying the types of contact and the times of day, having a plan for outreach and then sticking to it can make all the difference. Aaron, I think what you're saying is frequency sells, and I like that idea. Uh, Richard, your experience includes a focus on local engagement and local involvement. What do you think radio is missing rolling into Q1? And can you share an idea that can help expose more revenue in local radio markets? Sure. And let me start with the first part is what do I think that radio is missing rolling into Q1 is I think a lot of people in the radio industry are on defense when we should be on offense. We should be telling our story heading into Q1, heading into any business, any relationship, talking to anyone. Don't don't let other people define what radio is and how radio can work and, oh, radio is this. No, we need to tell the power of our products and of our story. I mean, the power of my stations in this market, if you ran a campaign on them, you could reach over 450,000 people is absurd. It, it's tremendous. I mean, the amount and the way in which our stations work for our advertisers is the story that needs to be told. Um, success going into Q1 is all about ideas. Ideas sell. We task our talent with coming up with ideas. In, Jane, in December, one of our talents came to us and said, hey, we're going into a new year and I have an idea where every Friday on the morning show, I'd like to go to a different drive-through and pay it forward. 
And we said, explain that to us. And he said, well, I think we'll go on air and we'll call it our, you know, our pay it forward Friday where we're going to buy the meal for whoever's behind us and we're going to pay it forward. It's a good feeling thing. We're heading into the new year. So then we take his idea and we go out to customers and say, hey, here's something we're doing. It's going to brand your business with, you know, a feel good in the community. You're going to pay it forward every Friday. We actually took it to a car dealership and they bought into it and we do the pay it forward in the drive through in their vehicle. Another idea that we had was one of our talents came to us and said, hey, I really enjoy cooking. And we said, great, she's on air, but we use all the platforms that we have. So on Thursday nights, she does a cooking show that she streams from her house via Facebook. We promote it on air and we've sold a sponsor to that as well. To guess, guess who? A kitchen remodeling company. So the right idea that fits the right customer is always going to deliver the right return to us and to the customer. Ideas sell. Richard, listen, we're going to pick on you for a minute. I want you to imagine a triangle with radio at the lower right-hand corner. Triangle. The customer, the ad buyer, at the lower left-hand corner. And finally, the consumer or the listener at the top of the triangle. That's how we encourage people to approach every customer. The problem is that 99 to 100% of selling conversations in our industry involve our customer, the ad buyer, and radio, the seller. Out of the three parts of the triangle, only the listener-consumer represents new money. How do we make sure the conversation stays in the area of focus all about the consumer, or should we do that? I think we should. I, I think as an industry, if you keep the consumer in mind and if you program the station to the consumer and if you do what is best for the consumer and what the consumer likes, the revenue will follow. Um, because if you're telling the consumer story, that that is who our advertisers are going after. You know, if you program the station based on ratings or based on advertisers, you're going to lose the listener. And the listener is the most important thing to what we do. Um, I might think differently than others, but we encourage our listeners to call in. We encourage our listeners to be part of our shows. We have a Friday morning live studio audience on 107.5 KZL. Our customers are not the backbone of what we do. It's our listeners. It's the people who consume our products, who, who live through two guys named Chris, who are associated. And, oh, my God, did you hear Squid talking about this on Jared and Katie in the morning this morning? That is who we program our station after, and that is why we are successful. If you're chasing what, you know, a ratings company says is the best thing for you to be doing, you won't have listeners. If you don't have listeners, you don't have advertisers. It's just that easy. So here at DBC, we try and do what is best for the listener. And that, I think, is what also separates us from our competition. Very refreshing. Uh, Aaron, ideas are a bigger part of business now, as we discussed. In fact, I find that if we lead with ideas, we are less likely to be reduced to a commodity. When we lead with ideas, we get to charge real money for them. How do you encourage sales managers to help local sellers with generating more ideas? Well, Chris, I start with compulsive curiosity. I read all the time. I subscribe to research sites and white papers. I attend webinars. I pay attention to the news. We have a thing at Topline called Business Acumen, and it surfaces articles every day from hundreds of sources so that AEs have on-demand articles across dozens of categories. 
But when you're constantly paying attention to what's going on in the world and across industries, you can connect the dots a little bit differently and help clients get creative. It's one small example, but we recently had an article in Business Acumen about consumers shifting to frozen foods because fresh produce is so expensive. So could you go to a grocer with that data point and propose a frozen vegetable case near the produce section? Or could you showcase recipes that feature store brand frozen vegetables and other store brand ingredients because consumers are also buying more private label foods due to rising costs? Can those two data points, frozen foods and private label food, be part of a messaging recommendation that positions the grocer as dedicated to helping consumers stretch their dollars further with recipes and alternatives? There are always new ways to connect the dots and bring ideas to clients if you're paying attention. I just want, if if there's a sales rep that's listening to this right now, who knows if it, it, at what point they discover this episode, but you're listening to these voices. I want you to hear, and I really want you to think about how many times business owners have somebody approach them with here, buy my spots, here, buy this, buy that. And yet these two, our guests, are telling you in every way, come up with ideas, think with creativity. We launch a quarterly event at the beginning of each quarter to try to encourage local radio sellers at all levels. Nominate your pick to be our guest expert on a future event by emailing me at FORD at RainmakerPathway.com. On the encouragers, our entire purpose is to encourage you. You can see this isn't for consulting clients only. In other words, we are opening ourselves up to the whole industry. Our goal is to be as as helpful and encouraging to your career as possible. Every Monday, we produce a regular show. It's our regular show with our guests from all different areas of broadcast. So you never know what it's going to be unless, of course, you look at our schedule. And uh, it can be anything that uh, involves a broadcaster, primarily in the United States, uh, and of course, it happens on the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast. It's all about radio. It's available on Apple, Audible, Spotify, almost anywhere you get your podcast today. Lloyd, do you have any final questions for our roundtable? Oh, I do. Look, in what ways do you think we can encourage radio to find new money? In other words, We've all done the same things for a long time. That's fine. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. It seems that technology is changing things a little bit. Buyers are getting younger. Do you see alternatives in terms of new products and opportunities that are worth part of our time and prospecting? One of the best products that has helped us in prospecting, and, and Aaron might like this, is Topline. We've partnered with her and her company, and the analytics and the data that they provide us definitely help my team go out on the street. As a family-owned local broadcaster, it has been very beneficial to us. Other things that we do differently at DBC is events. In February, uh, we are putting on a comedy show, and this will be our 19th year in a row of putting on a Two Guys Named Chris comedy all-star show. So the, the plus to those is we fill up an arena, um, I shouldn't say arena, a theater of a thousand plus seats. So we make money off the tickets, off the venue, off the alcohol sales, and we still sell sponsorships to it. In the summertime, we also do another event 
the Summertime Brews Fest, which is also celebrating a 20-year run because uh, we use our power and the voice to make revenue in other ways. The radio stations are great for our advertisers. So we said, hey, why can't we put on some events? Ideas, 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 ideas sell. Heading into the new year, you could definitely look for new revenue by going to governmentfindrsps.com and see what government agencies are spending money right now. Um, we've diversified in this market as well. The ownership has put up billboards. We do digital as well. So we're reaching people in this community in a ton of different ways. So there's a lot of opportunities for everyone at DBC. I shouldn't say to sell, but to encourage advertisers to do business with us because it works. We can reach people digitally, radio, and on boards in this community. So that is just a perfect way to saturate this market with any message that our advertisers want to get across. I also stress to my team that it's the buying cycle. It's the size of the return on the investment for our advertiser. Much like Aaron said earlier in this call, you can spend just as much time with someone that's going to spend $1,000 as you are with someone that's going to spend $100,000. So if you just put the energy into prospecting and the energy into going after the right customer, you will have a successful year. Aaron, what are you thinking about this? Well, first of all, I'm thinking I'm very grateful that Richard gave us that lovely shout out for Topline. So thank you for that. Um, but really, Richard kind of hit it on the head for me, and that is that radio is so much more than radio today. Uh, Richard was talking about a lot of things that are not just radio. And the thing is, and Futuri believes this passionately, radio is more than radio. It's about audience engagement brands. And that includes so much. It's social, it's digital, it's video, on-site talent, who, by the way, can also be social influencers. It's podcasting, streaming, mobile, so many different opportunities. And I think that that lets us move past traditional radio prospects. If social influencers can build brands for fitness or jewelry designers or clothing labels or cosmetics or VR headsets or organic spices or camping gear, so can we. So I say let's move beyond standard business categories and find businesses and brands that fit our audience and fit our on-air talent. And you know what? If I think I think that if we do that, it's going to be that the ads are going to sound better. The campaigns are going to be more effective. It's going to enrich our own stations brands. And at the same time, I think it's going to drive really meaningful results for our clients. I got to tell you, I'm going to slow my roll for just a second and just review what just occurred. Richard just talked about use of data and how important that is. But did you notice that he coupled that with ideas that are fun? ideas that are fun. That is the radio business. When it's done locally, done right, engages community, it does actual local on the ground things. And Aaron talked about how we're more than just old school radio. You know, when something's established for a long time, people take it for granted. And she talked about opportunities. We have all of the opportunity that we want to create new opportunities, to think about new clients and to bring ideas forward for those. Please do share this podcast episode with others who are in sales and management and know this. You can simply tell anyone that they can subscribe for free to the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast on Apple, Audible, Spotify. And of course, they'll instantly get almost 100 episodes on demand, along with this episode you're listening to now. 
And if you're listening to this as soon as it drops, or you've maybe listened because somebody sent you a link to share with you, please know that we have this sales event quarterly. The next radio sales event is planned for April 6, 2023. Chris, we have one more bonus topic and question, and it's for you. You have shared with me often now that you you just you see sales in more than just one way. What do you mean when you say that about radio sales, TV sales, digital sales, event sales, and more? And how can local sellers benefit from this kind of attitude in 2023? When we focus on the customer, as we mentioned on this podcast, when we solve a problem, when we fill a need, when we come, we become an integral part of the business and that business is that business's success. We move ourselves up on the food chain. We become a trusted advisor. We're a true marketing consultant at that point. We move into that role of someone they can't live without because we help their business. The products we use to solve that problem, to me, those are tactics. We want to be upstream where the strategy conversation is taking place. You can do that when you are platform agnostic. When people are evaluating their costs and their critical personnel, you become untouchable when you're that person, when you're that strategic business advisor. You're in the best position to be invaluable. Chris, I want to thank you for helping us put this event together and for sharing your expertise with us. I'm excited to be doing this quarterly event with you and hope you'll return for future engagements with us. A special thank you to Joe Kelly for producing the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast. Thank you to JustJoeProductions.com for creating our audio footprint and distributing our podcast. And a thank you to our exceptional and gracious guests, Aaron Callahan from Futuri Media and Richard Harlow, market manager from Dick Broadcasting in Greensboro, North Carolina, for being part of our frontline sales experts and content partners for this Q1 podcast. Lloyd, as you mentioned, we have April 6th planned for the next quarterly sales event on the Encouragers. We are in the process of securing guests for our next roundtable. If you have suggestions or would like to participate in a future event, please reach out to Lloyd at RainmakerPathway.com. Please do share the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast with others who are interested in growing their careers in audio and radio. Our podcasts are available on Apple, Audible, Spotify, and almost anywhere you get your podcast. Oh, and if you don't remember anything from this episode, please be kinder then you have to be. Thank you for being a part of this quarterly sales event for radio with the Encouragers, the Radio Rally podcast, and good night.